This is episode 650 of the AWS podcast, released on January 29, 2024. This is the AWS podcast. I am your host for today, Jillian Ford, and this is the update show where it's just me because Simon is off traveling the world someplace. And unfortunately, Shruti is not feeling well. So it is just me today, which is very strange. I'm used to having a lot of people helping with this, all these updates that we've got. But fortunately, we are a highly distributed, highly available team all over the world. Yes. Sorry, I had to make that joke for all the solutions architects that are listening for us today. So let's get started with all of these updates. So the first one is on the AWS Marketplace. The AWS Marketplace announced the general availability of a new Amazon QuickSight dashboard. And this displays customers' product usage for AWS market sellers. These sellers, including independent software vendors, consulting partners, and channel partners, they can now resell third-party professional services in the AWS Marketplace. And the last one in the AWS marketplace is AWS customers can now pre-book purchases and set up renewals in AWS marketplace using the future dated agreements feature. Now on to analytics. Amazon Open Search Service now offers support for the Amazon Graviton 2 instance family in the Cape Town, Osaka, Zurich, Bahrain, Tel Aviv, and GovCloud US West region. Kinesis Data Firehose supports delivering data to Splunk clusters using Application Load Balancer. Amazon MSK expands support for M7G instances to four additional AWS regions. And you can now create these provision MSK clusters running on AWS Graviton 3-based M7G instances. Amazon MSK expands for the M7G instances into the sole region, Hyderabad region, Frankfurt, and Canada central regions. Amazon Open Search Service now supports hybrid query score normalization. Amazon EMR Studio now supports customer managed KMS key encryption for workspace storage. Amazon EMR now supports backup and restore for Apache H based tables. Amazon EMR Studio is now available in GovCloud. Woohoo! Amazon EMR Studio is now available in the Middle East region. And last is AWS announces a simplified console experience for creating Amazon EMR Studio. With this new experience, with just a few clicks, you can get started with interactive and batch workloads with default settings. The default experience also creates an EMR serverless application ready to serve interactive workloads. Next is application integration. Amazon EventBridge now supports AWS AppSync as a target of EventBridge buses. Amazon SQS announces support for logging data events in AWS CloudTrail in GovCloud regions. And last is Amazon SQS announces support in the GovCloud region for logging data event SQS APIs using CloudTrail. And this enables customers to have greater visibility into SQS activity in their AWS account for best practices in security and operational troubleshooting. Compute. This one's got a lot. Amazon EC2 Instance Connect and Amazon EC2 Serial Console are also available in the Tel Aviv region. Lambda now supports Snapstart for Java functions in 
the Middle East, Europe, Spain, Zurich, Hyderabad, and Melbourne regions. Red Hat OpenShift service on AWS with hosted control planes deployment model is now generally available. And the EC2 R7IZ instances are available in the Ohio and Ireland regions. The R7IZ instances are powered by fourth generation Intel Xeon scalable processors with an all-core turbo frequency up to 3.9 gigahertz and built on the AWS Nitro system, which is a collection of AWS-designed hardware and software innovations that enables the delivery of efficient and flexible cloud services with enhanced security, isolated multi-tenancy, private networking, and fast local storage. AWS Step Function expands its AWS SDK integrations with support for 33 additional services. And some of those are Amazon Q, AWS B2B Data Interchange, and Amazon CloudFront Key Value Store. Amazon ECS and AWS Fargate now integrate with Amazon EBS. Amazon EC2 C7i instances are now available in eight additional regions and the EC2 M7i Flex and M7i instances powered by custom 4th gen Intel Xeon scalable processors are available in Singapore and Tokyo. The EC2 C6i and instances are now available in Spain. The EC2 R7i instances are available in Mumbai, Seoul, Singapore, Tokyo, Sydney, Frankfurt, London, Canada Central, and U.S. West Northern California. AWS Cloud Shell now supports Docker in 13 regions. AWS Outposts can now be shipped and installed at your data center and on-premises locations in Turkey. Starting today, EC2 M6GD instances are available in Milan, Bahrain, and Hong Kong. EC2 M6ID instances are available in Sao Paulo and Canada Central. These instances are powered by the third-generation Intel Xeon scalable Ice Lake processors and an all-core turbo frequency of 3.5 gigahertz and up to 7.6 terabytes of local NVMe-based SSD block storage. AWS Lambda supports Kafka event sources in the Tel Aviv region. Deployment Circuit Breaker is a capability of Amazon ECS, which allows you to monitor task launch and health check failures, which indicate that a deployment will not reach steady state and roll back such deployments. When the number of consecutive failures breaches a threshold, Deployment Circuit Breaker marks the deployment as failed and optionally rolls back the service to a healthy previous deployment. With this release, Amazon ECS has lowered Deployment Circuit Breaker's minimum failure threshold for services with less than 20 tasks. Amazon ECS launches support for automatic traffic encryption with TLS certificates for its networking capability called ECS Service Connector. With this support, ECS Service Connector allows your applications to establish a secure connection by encrypting your network traffic. Amazon ECS launches support for configuring timeout for service-to-service -service communication with its networking capability called ECS Service Connect. This feature enables you to set custom timeouts for Amazon ECS services running with Service Connect, supporting applications serving long-running requests. 
ECS announced managed instance draining. This is a new capability that facilitates graceful shutdown of workloads deployed on EC2 instances by safely stopping and rescheduling workloads to other non-terminating instances. EC2 high memory instances are now available in the Ohio, London, and Seoul region. Now on to customer engagement, which is really just Amazon Connect announcements. Amazon Connect outbound campaigns now supports high volume voice outreach via the put dial request batch API to make it easier to proactively communicate with your customers while optimizing agent productivity for use cases such as appointment reminders, marketing promotions, deliveries, and billing reminders. Amazon Connect now makes it easier to deliver high quality voice experiences in Citric virtual desktop infrastructure environments. Amazon Connect now supports Barge In for Chat, a capability that enables contact center managers to join and participate in ongoing customer service chats to help ensure that even the most complex customer issues are resolved quickly and accurately. Now, on to databases. Amazon RDS for SQL Server supports minor version 2019 CU24. RDS for MySQL now supports MySQL Innovation Release 8.2 in the RDS Preview environment, allowing you to evaluate the latest innovation release of RDS for MySQL. You can deploy MySQL 8.2 in the RDS Database Preview environment that has the benefits of a fully managed database, making it simpler to set up, operate, and monitor databases. RDS for DB2 now supports up to 5,000 database users. Elasticache now supports Memcache 1.6.22. Elasticache now supports additional sizes of network-optimized C7GN nodes. Amazon RDS Proxy is now available in the Spain region. RDS Custom for SQL Server now supports Microsoft SQL Server 2022 CU9 for web, standard, enterprise, and developer editions. Amazon Kinesis Data Firehose now offers direct integration with Snowflake Snowpipe Streaming in Preview. With this new feature, customers can stream ClickStream application and AWS service logs from multiple sources, including Kinesis Data Streams, to Snowflake. Amazon RDS for DB2 supports cross-region automated backups. With this launch, customers can now choose to automatically replicate the backups created by RDS for their DB2 databases to a secondary region. All right, Glide for Redis, which stands for the General Language Independent Driver for the Enterprise. What a name, Glide for Redis. I like it. This is an AWS-sponsored open-source Redis client, and it is now available in Preview. RDS for SQL Server now supports TempDB configuration replication for multi-AZ database instances. RDS for MySQL now supports multi-source replication, which allows you to configure multiple RDS for MySQL database instances as sources for a single RDS for MySQL target database instance. Now on to developer tools. AWS CodeBill added support for a larger Linux container compute type. This compute type is optimized for workloads that require high performance, such as builds that require high I.O. 
running tasks in parallel, and more. Previously, you could only run a limited number of tests and build steps in parallel before the builds became I.O. bound, resulting in slow build times. AWS made available on GitHub for public comment the open job description specification for describing portable render jobs. Open job description lets you describe the work instructions and asset locations for visual compute render farm jobs in a way that is extensible and open to help you create interoperable pipelines. Last, AWS CodeBuild now supports reserved capacity to enable building and testing of software packages with latency-sensitive workloads. Onto front-end web and mobile. Amazon Location Service has updated the map service to include a richer set of places such as shops, services, restaurants, attractions, and other points of interest in one of our map styles. The updated Esri navigation style now provides developers the option to display a detailed map with global places content for references or navigation purpose. Amazon Location now has CloudFormation support for API keys, enabling automated and streamlined management of these keys through CloudFormation templates, making it easier to provide secure access control. Additionally, developers can now modify Amazon Location resource properties through CloudFormation without having to delete the underlying data. Machine Learning Amazon SageMaker now supports M7i, C7i, and R7i instances for ML inference. And the last, SageMaker Canvas is now generally available in Northern California, Canada Central, Europe, Stockholm, London, Paris, Sao Paulo regions. That is probably the shortest in the machine learning I've ever seen in the update show. Now, on to management and governments. All things very serious. Is private access to the AWS Management Console is available in seven additional regions. Unified Search is now available in the Management Console in GovCloud regions. AWS announces an enhanced sign-in experience to the mobile app for Android users. CloudWatch Logs is excited to announce support for creating account-level subscription filters using the Put Account Policy API. This new capability enables you to deliver real-time log events that are ingested into CloudWatch Logs to an Amazon Kinesis Data Stream, Kinesis Data Firehose, or Lambda for custom processing analysis or delivery to other destinations using a single count level subscription filter. Customers often need to forward all or a subset of logs to AWS services such as OpenSearch for various analytical use cases or Kinesis Data Firehose for further streaming to other systems. Currently, customers have to set up a subscription filter for each log group. However, with account-level subscription filters, customers can egress logs ingested into multiple or all log groups by setting up a single subscription filter policy for the entire account. This saves time and reduces management overhead. The account-level subscription filter applies to both existing log groups and any future log groups that match the configuration. Each account can create one account-level subscription filter. You can now deploy IAM Identity Center in the Middle East region. And last, Amazon CloudWatch Metric Streams is now available in GovCloud regions. One quick update in media services, AWS Elemental Media Live is now available in the Melbourne region. 
Migration and Transfer. Adibus Transfer Family now uses static IP addresses when sending messages to remote AS2 servers and when returning asynchronous message disposition notification responses. Adibus Transfer Family now provides static IP addresses for SFTP connectors, enabling connections with remote SFTP servers that are secured by IP allow listing controls. With this enhancement, you can now reliably and seamlessly exchange files with external business partners that only accept inbound connections from known IP addresses. So we are excited to announce that Adibus Blue Insights, this is code base analysis and transformation that's capability for the AWS mainframe modernization automated refactor with AWS Blue Age has been available in the Europe Paris region. And this is now available in 14 additional regions as well. And Migration Hub, you can keep your projects on track with the new experience in Migration Hub. And it offers you guided journeys for accelerating end-to-end migration and modernization for your applications to AWS. Now we've got networking and content delivery. You can enable Route 53 Resolver DNS Firewall to filter DNS traffic based on the query type contained in the question section of the DNS query format. Amazon VPC Prefix Lists is now available in the Calgary region. Amazon Route 53 Geoproximity Routing as an additional routing policy for DNS records in public and private hosted zones. Geoproximity routing improves application responsiveness for your end users and helps organizations apply data residency preferences by routing traffic to the geographically nearest resource. With this release, you can add geoproximity routing to your DNS records via Route 53 in the console API, SDK, and CLI. VPC customers can now use transit gateway flow logs in the Tel Aviv and Calgary regions. Network Load Balancer now supports RSA 3072-bit certificates and elliptic curve digital signature algorithm 256, 384, and 521-bit certificates via AWS Certificate Manager. That sounds very important. Amazon API Gateway now supports WebSocket APIs in the Middle East region, enabling customers to build APIs with real-time bi-directional communication. SNS now supports delivering mobile push notifications via Google Firebase's HTTP v1 API. Next up is security, identity, and compliance. And this is only three quick updates. So AWS Config now supports 22 new resource types. AWS Private Certificate Authority now helps issue ISO slash IEC mobile drivers license certificates. And AWS Private Certificate Authority now helps issue ISO slash IEC. This is a long one. I'm going to try this. 18013-5 colon 2021. This sounds like I'm giving a phone number. International Standard Mobile Drivers License Certificates. If anyone knows how to say that, you can leave a comment to us. Tell me on Twitter at Ms. Jill Ford. I totally messed that one up. And storage. Amazon S3 on Outpost now enables support for IPv6. AWS Backup now supports protecting Amazon FSX for NetApp on tap flex group volumes. 
Amazon EFS now delivers 40% higher read IOPS per file system, making it easier to power data-intensive file workloads on AWS. Amazon FSx for Windows File Server, which is a service that provides fully managed file storage built on Windows Server, this now provides 14% higher levels of I.O. operations for throughput capacity levels of 4 gigabytes per second through 12 gigabytes per second at no additional cost, bringing the new maximum IOPS level to 400,000. Last, Amazon S3 on Outposts enables support for IPv6. IPv6 support for S3 on Outposts allows you to manage your S3 on outpost buckets and control plane resources over IPv6 networks. Supply chain, three updates here. AWS announces the general availability of the AWS supply chain planning module, which provides specialized models to accurately forecast and plan purchases of raw materials, components, and finished goods to improve in stock rates across customers' supply chain. AWS Supply Chain Supply Planning draws on Amazon's expertise in developing machine learning for its own operations and applies this knowledge to create sophisticated supply planning models that can accurately plan the right levels of inventory needed across a customer's facility. With this addition, AWS Supply Chain customers can more easily manage their upstream supply chain and more accurately plan needed materials and inventory. AWS announces the general availability of the AWS Supply Chain and Tier Visibility module that streamlines communication between customers and multiple tiers of suppliers, improving the ability to more accurately respond to supply plans, as well as manage demand for supply changes during the execution window. AWS announces the general availability of the AWS Supply Chain Sustainability, a module that creates a more secure and efficient way for companies to obtain environmental, social, and governance documents and data sets for their supplier network. That is all the updates for today. Got any questions or feedback? Go to aws.amazon.com slash podcasts. And there is a big button right in the screen that says submit questions and feedback. Hit that. We actually do read them. And until next time, keep on building.